The Big Story from The Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to The Big Story. I'm Harianto Diman. Subscribe to The Straits Times channel so you will not miss an episode. More people in Singapore are buying electric vehicles than ever before, with EVs hitting a new high of almost one in every five new car registrations in September. It's yet another sign that EVs are here to stay. September's figures are almost triple the rate seen in 2021 and EVs have so far made up more than 10% of all new cars registered this year. To meet the growing needs of the EV market, Transport Minister S. Iswaran says the government is making the deployment of the National EV Charging Network a priority. Our vision is for all vehicles to be cleaner energy vehicles by 2040. The bulk of these will likely be electric vehicles. Electrification will contribute significantly to reducing our land transport emissions. And for those who need to drive, compared to driving an ICE car, an electric car will reduce one's carbon footprint by about half. In anticipation of and in support of growing EV adoption, we have made it a priority to accelerate the deployment of the national EV charging network. Since the award of the pilot URA LTA charging points tender last year, LTA has worked closely with charging operators to commence operations at more than 60% of the designated sites. Meanwhile, the LTA today awarded a tender to five companies for the deployment of electric vehicle charging points covering HDB car parks across Singapore. Under this tender, at least 12,000 EV charging points will be installed by the end of 2025. Senior Transport Correspondent Lin and Joe joins us now with more people opting to drive electric vehicles these days. How is Singapore accelerating the growth of its EV network? Um, hello everybody. I think uh, it's all about signposting now. The announcement we hear today about putting out more chargers and actually putting chargers into the ground, right? I mean, I was just talking to some of these, uh, uh, the winners of the tenders, and they say that it makes a lot of difference. A charger that is in your car park or at least in the car park next to you will really prompt consumers to switch to an EV. So at the end of the day, the, the, maybe the difference here is that with EVs is you're thinking of not just the vehicle itself, the bright and shiny metal, but things around it, crucially, is the charging, access to charging. And I think today we're, we're seeing that we're this, making this next big step where you're going to see these 12,000 chargers coming up. And, you know, when the chargers are right in front of you, you have less excuse to say that, hey, I'm not going to go for an EV today. Nanju, separately, Transport Minister S.S. Warren also mentioned today that LTA is studying how car sharing can be further encouraged in Singapore. How do you think these services can be made more popular? Well, I think uh, the grand plan for these uh, business operators, right, is that they see themselves as part of the whole transport system in Singapore. It means that, and this is also mentioned by the minister today when he says that you might be taking public transport for certain rights, but there are occasions where you have old folks at home, they need to go for a medical appointment, for example. You have children that you need to go uh, bring them for your errands. And then maybe in this time, you want to use a car sharing. And I think consumers are already starting to see car sharing as a possible option, complementing your buses, your trains. And I've, we actually have a chance to speak with various players in, in, in this realm, companies like BlueSG or GetGo. And actually their projection for their business, and it's, it's, it sounds pretty aggressive to me at least, is that they're looking at about 20,000 cars in their fleet 
by 2030. And the matrix they use is that one vehicle that is in a car sharing pool can probably serve five or ten users. So in this case, you can see how we're all thinking this is a good way that, uh, or at least a potential for us to look to reducing the reliance on private transport per se, like owning cars, helping us to manage our own costs as well. Nanjo, thank you for the insights. Senior Transport Correspondent, Lee Nanjo.